What a matchup. And what a team, Mike. MetroPCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to MetroPCS and an unlimited LTE plan and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. MetroPCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on MetroPCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. Blog Talk Radio. Ah, we know what? We're going to do things the right way with the host of the right way. Did that make sense? Yeah, I think it made sense. Yeah, so we're going to do things the right way with the host of the right way. All right. Well, either way, it's off topic with me. from the shadows of New York City out here in northern New Jersey. It's off topic with your host, Randy Zellier. That's me. Let's call into the show at 760-283-0846. 760-283-0846. Follow me on social media, Randy BSP on Twitter and on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. The show was on Twitter at Off Topic BSP. It's on Facebook as well. And um, you know what? Let's, let's do something a little bit different tonight. I want to do, uh, bring on uh, good buddy. He's become a very, very good friend of mine. And, uh, you know, now he is a sports website business owner as well, Malik Wright of the Right Way Network. Malik, what's going on, my friend? How's it going, Randy? Hey, listen, I appreciate you giving me a few minutes. I know you're probably beat up a little tired doing a 930 show. Uh, very last minute for everyone involved. But I figured I'd just gonna get you on real quick so we can uh, talk about a, lot of, a couple different things with you and as well as with what's going on with sports and also help promote the right way network, you know, everything that's been going on with you. I think it's uh it's exciting time for not only to be a sports fan but to uh to do a little bit of everything. Agreed. Agreed. I I, I couldn't agree I, I couldn't agree more, Randy. I'm uh, I'm excited to talk to you guys about the world of sports and as well and let you guys get give you guys an inside inside look of what's going on with the right way network as well. Awesome. And I appreciate it. And our good friend uh Nicole Monique from Zest the Chief said sports is gonna call in uh, in a few minutes too, so maybe she can jump in the conversation as well because maybe also give you some advice of doing this whole thing as well. So it's pretty cool. So first off, before we jump into the sports world, um, what what is the Right Way Network? How did you get the motivation from it? Who's who's giving you the the the, the best guidance? And you know what? How did this all come about? 
well, the Right Way Network pretty much came about, um, as you know, Randy, uh, you and I started um, with the Right Way podcast. Um, I met you a couple years back. Actually, it's a funny story. I met your brother first, but I met I met you a couple years back, and, um, you know, uh, we, 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 got, we got talking about my love for sports and my passion, the passion that I had for it. And, um, you know, one thing led to another, uh, and then we, we created uh, – we went on a journey together, and we started – uh, we created the right way. We, we created the right way sports podcast. Where at first it was just myself hosting along with a guy by the name of Mike DiFilippo, and then that soon changed to uh, myself and my current co-host Austin Mayo, and we had an incredible run with one another. And pretty much it just got me it got me it got me thinking. You know, I uh, I love doing I love talking sports. I love talking. You know, giving people my opinions on sports, but also giving people the facts about sports. So, you know, that was my entire vision when I created uh, The Right Way. And, you know, you, 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 you asked me, you said, who pretty much gave me my guidance. I would definitely say, Randy, you played a major part in that. You pretty much gave me the direction of, of what I, how, I, how I pretty much want to, to go. You pretty much laid out the blueprint for, my, for me, I'd say. And um, I, I ran with it, essentially. And um, now, the same way as you helped me, I look forward to helping others. You know, and, and, and in doing so, I'm hoping to help my business grow. What's been the uh, toughest thing for you so far? The toughest thing for me so far is, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's really been anything that's tough. I think uh, I think the toughest thing for me for me thus far, if I had to pick something, I, I'd say it's pretty pretty much just uh, staying on top of things. You know, um, cool. staying on top of things, and obviously keeping people as motivated as I, as I am. Awesome. Well, listen, like it's, it's not easy. You know what I mean? It's really, really, really not an easy thing. It's not difficult, but it's not easy, too. And, you know what? Let's bring on our good friend, Nicole Monique, from That's What She Said Sports. Maybe she can also shed the light because maybe this will turn into one of those episodes where we sort of just talk about the behind the you know, getting the business together type of thing. And, Nicole, um, my friend, it's been a long time. I, uh, I'm so glad to see you back in the fold of things. And how is the world down in Atlanta GA right now. Hey guys, it's good to be on. Uh, the world down here is is weird because last week it was 80 degrees, this week is 40 degrees. So I think that tells you a lot about what's going on. But other than that, yeah. it's going great. Awesome, awesome. Now, see, Malik just opened up the the Right Way Network. And nice. um, congratulations. So what and what what is the best advi- What is the best advice you can give him? knowing that you've done what you've gone through with that's what she said sports. Yeah. Cause I started in 2012 um, and then like officially launched like January, 2013, but I had started everything in 2012. I think the big thing is with a lot of kind of the misnomers people think when you start like your own show or, you know, whether it's a show you're behind the scenes or you're the host of the podcast or whatever, um, it's how much work goes into it. So I would just say always, make sure, you know, you put in the work, um, whether it's research, writing, um, and, and, like, don't take that piece for granted. And then always just remember that this is yours and your dream. And I say that because a lot of times you'll meet a lot of people who want to be a part of it. You'll, you'll bring people on. And sometimes you may look up and it's like, you know, you have either 5, 10, 15, or 20 people or so helping you. But at the end of the day, this is yours and your name is on it. So I would never, like, 
um, just assume that something's going to get done or if you give somebody a task and they're going to do it or they're going to be all into it because, you know, my dream is different from Randy's dream is different from your dream and so on and so forth. So if it's mine and my name's attached to it, I'm ultimately responsible for everything. So if something doesn't get done or if it doesn't look right or, you know, needs to get paid or, you know, I have to buy something or whatever, that's on me. So the assumption that people are out there to help and always have your best interest at heart is all is unfortunately not the case. Okay. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. It's, 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 a, it's a tough reality of all this sometimes. Because we all, we all like want to reach for the stars and get everything. And, you know, we want yeah. to have, think that we have, we, we want to think that we have that support. And sometimes it's just, you, you just because you have that desire doesn't mean everybody else does. So yeah, and, and, and with that, I would say be be consistent. Um, like these last two weeks, you know, like I, I had surgery and I wasn't feeling well, and my son was sick. I couldn't do the show. It was just too much going on, um, and it, and it happens, right? Because I mean, a lot of us have full time jobs, and we're doing this on the side, so it almost feels like a second job. And that's just part of life. So then once you're in a better position, you know, it's like, okay, I have to do my show this week because I've already haven't been able to do two shows. So just as long as you're consistent, because especially in the beginning, because you're really grinding it out because you got to build your brand and build your voice. So, you know, now six years in, if I miss a couple shows, I'm okay because people know me and they're going to like wait for it. But if I was just starting out and I was kind of sporadic where I do a show here, a show there, it's really, it's kind of hard for people to hear your voice or kind of figure out who you are. So in the beginning, you have to just truly like crank it out and just, you know, market, market, market like never before. So people at least can figure out who you are because then once you've built that brand, it's easy. Then other people want you to, be on their shows because they know, oh, yeah, he puts out good work. So I'd say that's another thing, too. And the other part of that, too, is, you know, like, like you and I talk very consistently. Nicole, you and I talk uh, very consistently. Danielle and I talk consistently. Yeah. We're all do, we all do our own thing, but we're all sort of part of this little network. Gary aid the same thing. You know, we, we're all part of this little network together, and it's okay to lean on each other. It's, all, it's okay to say, hey, you know what, Nicole? I'm doing this, this, and this. Do you want to jump on board and help out with this? Or, you know, if I'm doing right. this, 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 like, how many times am I telling you we're going to go do this event? We're going to do this thing out in City Field. We're doing all this other stuff. Come with. We'll get you. We'll try and get you under your name. And if it doesn't work under your name, we'll come under my name. We'll come under Back Sports Page because right. you know, like, his Back Sports Page right now is a little bit more established than some of the other things that we're working on right now. So we have a little bit more name recognition. You know, so it's just. It's just one of those things that we're trying, you know, we just keep trying to build and keep trying to do. And, you know, it's a grind. It's hard because we have, all of us have real jobs at the same time um, as well. So it's just, it's just different, you know, and I, and I think you, you, there's no shortcuts. I think you have to take the bumps and you have to take the rejection at times as well. And yeah. Yeah, sometimes you have to eat crow. You might want to interview LeBron James, but you might have to settle with James Jones. You know, <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and can I way. tell you, you're, and also, too, you're never surprised about who hears you. Um, like, I've, I've been fortunate. I've been on CNN twice because not knowing who, who was listening. And then I got recommended to be on there. You know, the first time I was on there was to talk about um, women in the Super Bowl and how there's a lot of female fans in the Super Bowl. And then the second time, because people saw me that first time, 
they asked me to come back to talk about like Serena Williams. So you you can't take it for granted that you know your mom and three of your friends are listening. Cause there's actually you'd be surprised at how many people listen and then kind of say, hey, you know, you just you just never know who's listening and what opportunity is around the corner. So even if I'm not feeling good, I don't want people to hear it. And I try to do every show like I'm auditioning for like that one big break or that one show because you just never know who's listening. Yeah, and guys, you know, I, I, I really do appreciate the advice so much, and it's good to know that I have people in my corner, um, you know, backing me throughout this process. Now, um, it, you know, I, I think that part of me getting into this business was, I, you know, I pretty much know what I signed up for. And I knew mm-hmm. for a fact that it wasn't going to come easy. I know for a fact that I'm going to have to put the work in. And I, let's be honest, I'm the leader. You know, um, it, everything beats through me. And if I'm not motivated, how do I expect the folks around me to be motivated, right? Now, the good right. thing about what, what, what I've done um, is the people that I've surrounded, I, I have two top guys who are, who are my right hand and left hand hands, so to speak. And if a situation ever occurred where, I was, for for whatever reason, to uh, lose motivation. You know, they 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 essentially make sure that that does, that does not happen. They they make sure of it. You know, and, and I think that's the I think that's I think that was very very key for me going into this. This is something that's been in the work for a long long time and pretty much behind the scenes. And you know, these guys, like I said, they're smart, they're bright, young, energetic, and just as passionate about sports and is making this thing work as I am. So going into this, this is exactly the kind of mindset I knew I had to have going in, and I had to make sure I surrounded myself with the right, uh, the right talent and the right people, and I think that's what we've done here at The Right Way. Um, Nicole, awesome. I don't know if Randy and have, have talked, but we actually just launched our website as well. Nice. We just launched our, we just launched our website. Everything is looking on the up and up. Our Instagram page is overflowing with, flowing with followers. You know, it's a bunch of guys that's pretty much, you know, we're willing to put the grind in and, and put our hands to the plow and make this thing a success. It's, it, it, it's, I know, I know it, it, it sounds um, very broad, but that, that's, that's just the way it is. It, it's a bunch of guys who are willing to put the work in, and we're working hard at this thing every single day, hours yeah. upon hours upon hours. You know, I work a full-time job, but we're making it happen. You know, I'm, I was on a con- I've been on a conference call for the last hour, you know, with one of my finance developers to make this thing work because we have big plans, you know, for for even the future. Yeah. You know, we want to be in our own building. We have we have big big plans. We're even talking about potentially just flying out to Dallas for the draft. You know, it just it's just so much so many different things that we're just we're trying to get involved with. Like I said, we understand it's going to it's going to take time. It's we understand it's going to take work, and we also understand it's going to take commitment. But I believe as long yeah. as I stay committed and my guys see me putting in the effort, my guys see me putting in the work, they're going to stay committed. They're going to stay excited. They're going to stay, stay energetic. Like I said, I have guys literally flooding me with, with articles every single day as well. So, you know, they, understand, they, they, had, they had to understand going into this thing. And it's that's a nice problem to have. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice problem well, to have. It, it kind of, it, and then <laughs> let, me kind of, let me kind of flip sure. it for a minute too. Um, sure. So then with that, remember, there's also kind of a business side to it. And the reason I'm saying that is because as you're going to, like, these different places, um, whether, you know, it's Dallas, Atlanta, New York, New Jersey, when you say, hey, I, I host a sports show or I, oh, I have a sports network, and somebody says, tell me about that, 
have your pitch already ready. And the reason Correct. I say that is because sports shows are a dime a dozen. Um, I call it, Absolutely. I call it, I call it try to be like Starbucks because Starbucks didn't invent coffee. What they invented was the coffee experience. You know what I'm saying? Coffee's been around forever. Starbucks just reinvented the whole experience at make it cool of like to get a venti and to like sit somewhere with your laptop and you know what I mean? Cause coffee is old. So just kind of think about that. What make, what sets you and apart from the 20,000 shows that are already out there? Yeah. And Nicole, uh, Nicole, it's funny that you say that. Randy, it's funny that you say that you guys say that uh, a situation, something happened earlier this week. I was, um, mm-hmm. I was literally getting a ride doing a, uh, my friend wanted me to check out the, the, the thing Lyft, you know, the driving app. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually did that for, for half a day. And I live around Princeton, New Jersey area. And it's funny that you tell me to keep my pitch, you know, ready, 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 because you never know who you're going right. to run into. The person yeah. who got in my car, I had no idea who I was picking up, but I happened to be picking up an executive for Ford, uh, Ford's magazine. And, it, you know... He asked me what I was doing, and I, I, I laid it out to him right, right off the bat, you know, who, who, who I was, uh, what, what, what makes the Right Way Network different from a lot of these different these other sites out here. And right. like I said, he was very impressed. We exchanged cards. And it, it's, just, it's just those little things. It's just those yeah. little things. Like you, it, it, just, yeah. it automatically just lit up in my mind because, you, like, you, like you said, you just never know who you're going to come in contact with. You know, a big thing yep. for the Right Way Network, and, and, and I stress to my guys when we do our conference calls, something I stress to everybody who I, when I speak to them is what's going to make the Right Way Network different from all of these other sites is the fact that we are going to give sports back to the people. That's what we're going to do. We're going to give sports back to the people. I feel like over the last couple of months, politics and all these other different things, that, you know, there is a time and a place for it. I Trust me, there is. I feel like but a lot of these so-called, you know, experts have lost sight of the task at hand. If I'm turning on ESPN, I don't want to hear about politics. I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear about sports. Give me the facts. Mm-hmm. Give me the people. That's why ESPN has lost a lot of viewers as well. And that's no shot at them. They're a billion-dollar industry. It's somewhere that I hope that the Right Way Network could be one day. But the, I, the, you know, something that we have to stand, stay true to is our, our principles and, and, and what we believe in. And, and that's something that I think I have the right group of guys with me. I'm very, very passionate about, you know, sports and, and, and giving people the factual evidence and cutting all the nonsense and the middleman out, essentially. And I'm sorry I went on that little rant about it, but I'm just very, very passionate when it comes to, you know, <laughs> sports. And no, there's nothing, wrong really with, there's, there's nothing wrong with that passion because, like, Look, you're talking to two other people who are on who are on this call with you that understand that this the sports media industry has turned into a little bit of a farce because what ends up being discredited and and forgotten are the good stories in sports, and we're we're too busy dealing right. with all the nonsense, talking about the uh the these are the negative aspects or you know like LeBron James starts talking politics. The sports fan cares if LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are winning games and losing games, if he has a triple-double, and him being the GOAT, being the greatest of all time. We don't care about the – like, I, I don't pay attention to politics for a reason, because I know 90% of it, and since this is internet radio, I can say it, because 90% of politics is all bullshit anyway. So I don't get myself 
wrapped up in it. And I love covering the charitable aspects of sports. I like talking to the former players and talking with them about the transition that they've made from their playing days into what they're doing now and how uh, they go from that structure of knowing that they have to practice and they have to play games and they're making these millions of dollars and then all of a sudden it's over and then what they're doing. I like talking about the rivalries in sports because fans get two and a half hours. If you're a Giants fan, uh, you know that on that special Sunday they're going to play the Dallas Cowboys and everything else that's going on in the world does not matter to those fans because it's their rivalry. You know what I mean? Those are the things that I love about sports. I love the good stories in sports. I don't care about, like, you know, Nicole, you and I have not had the opportunity to really talk about it. Uh, Malik, you and I spoke about it privately, uh, and we only got a few minutes left, so I want to, like, you know, we'll shift from the business talk to the sports talk in a sense. But, you know, we talk about the good side of sports, and we all criticize Vince McMahon for this XFL stuff and him bringing back this league, and the first time it was a farce because they were – you know, making up these stories about, like, the players and their cheerleaders and the, the quality of football is bad. But Vince comes out and says, I want to start a football league where there's no people with criminal records because the NFL allows these guys who have been convicted of these bad crimes to continue to play in the NFL. He he's, wants people with a clean background. Good, he wants clean football, blah, blah. He's not going to be like the last time. And it's not going to be uh, people kneeling down and so on and so forth. And I think if he actually does it the right way uh, and gives the teams a preseason and the opportunity to really work out the kinks and he does this the right way, this can actually be a great alternative to the NFL. No, uh, we'll start with you. it's never going to happen. You don't think so? You don't think so? No, not at all. For, no, first of all, the NFL is saturated. This, the, the NFL, if you're a football fan, the NFL is in your DNA. And the NFL has already put their stamp out. You got Monday, you got Thursday, you got hell, you got Saturday, you got Sunday. They already got a lock in most of the week. When am I supposed to watch the XFL? Right. And, and and this well, whole this... idea of um, people without criminal records, well, that's a bunch of crap too because you got some guys out there who may, if they get a DUI, that's a record. I mean, are you supposed to just find <laughs> these Puritans who play? And then all of a sudden this whole idea of, you know, it's going to be clean football. That's just an oxymoron. There's no such thing. If you're still going to be tackling, it's not going to be clean. So am I going to get, a, like, a nicer CTE because I play in the XFL, not the NFL? The whole thing is BS. I mean, he's a showman. It, I get the whole wrestling. I get WWE. I used to be a fan. But the whole – but when you're trying to, trying to this whole do another NFL, it doesn't work. Hell, that's why I don't watch Canadian football. I mean, I, I want one football. I want no, one organization. No, nobody watches Canadian football league. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, no. I may not be a fan sometimes of how they run it, and Roger Goodell sometimes drives me to want to drink. But the NFL's already got this on lock. I think it's, it's just too much. I mean, look what's happening with UFC. You know, the UFC is trying to be the boxing alternative, and hell, they lost Ronda Rousey. And John Jones is gone. And when's the last time you saw a UFC fight or got excited about a UFC fight? Sometimes the alternative doesn't work, and I do not believe the XFL is going to work. Agreed. Sorry, I'm I got so my sorry. Rant. I'm so no, it's okay. I'm actually so sorry. I have to jump off on this, guys. Um, I have a conference call that I have to jump on, but I appreciate you guys having me on, and I appreciate the advice as well. I really do. No, no problem, bud. Uh, it was nice meeting uh, you, Nicole. Absolutely, Nicole. It was Good luck nice. to you. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. You guys have a great night. Thank you. All right, Randy. Later, Malik. 
see, I think I think I I raised the I raised the right kind of uh, media people, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Nicole, let's let's jump in some other topics here because uh, I like you when you sure. I like when you get to yell at me. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I think it's always, I always, I always like when you get to yell at me on the air. I think it's a good thing. So, um, okay. so and listen, and, and just with the XFL thing and just the, the final thought, I, I, it's, remember, it's not going to be during the regular NFL season. It's going to be during the off season. It's going to be the NFL off season. Um, I think the XFL is going to be midway through January through April. I think that's what he's, he's looking at. Again, it's an alternative to the NFL. I understand what he's trying to do. He wants to do it differently this time around. The last time he did it was terrible. Um, again, more, more. I think the reason why it was bad, it was it was just bad quality of football. Um, yeah. And this time around, I just think like if by this by 2020, if this starts and Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job and Tebow wants to take another shot at it, and you know Johnny Manziel and so on and so forth, it's not a bad thing to be a feeder system to the NFL. It's really not a bad thing. That, that, that's what I'm saying. It's not the worst thing in the world. Will it ever replace the NFL or is it get as big as the NFL? Absolutely not. But I do think yeah. it can be a, a feeder to the NFL and an alternate product to it, which is not a bad thing. I don't thing. know. That's why, I think, that's why God created breaks. So when the NFL is done, I need that break. I watch the NBA, and then I get ready for baseball. And then I get ready for the WNBA. I just It's just too much. It, it has to come a time where I, I just – I got to walk away from the TV. So I'm okay with this okay. break. But hey, for that's those who don't watch it, go have it. So. And, and you know what? And because you said that, that is the perfect segue for me to jump in. Let's <laughs> go into the NBA. Uh, so, with that being said, see how I did that? I think I did that pretty well. We'll jump back into the, the football aspect and the NFL uh, in a minute or two. But let's jump into the NBA. And Let's jump into something that you and I will probably disagree with because I am one of the biggest haters in the world of the Golden State Warriors. And I was trying to figure out why, and I was watching the OKC game this past weekend uh, against Oklahoma, mm-hmm. you know, Oklahoma City versus Golden State, and I'm trying to figure out why do I hate this Warriors team so much? You know, you have the babyface assassin in, in Steph Curry. You have Clay Thompson who can shoot the ball, can play defense. You have Kevin Durant who's – you know, whether you like the way he left OKC and came to the Warriors or you don't, he's, he's, one of, he's one of the most talented players in the NBA. And then I figured out what it was. I don't like Draymond Green. I, Draymond Green just rubs me the wrong way, and I can't tolerate him. So I don't, I don't know what it is. But I wanted to get your opinion on that. Do you, well, I like Draymond Green. Do you Green. like Draymond you know, Green? He's, he's, I do. I mean, he, you know, he's a, he's a, Michigan, he's a Michigan boy. That's where, he, that's where he's from. Uh, he played at Michigan State. He's, um, and, you know, I think Draymond Green is the anti-establishment. I mean, we have them. We've had them throughout the, the NBA. You know, you've had your Rasheed Wallace, your Latrell Sprewells. Um, you know, those kind of guys, uh, Dennis Rodman. So I think Draymond Green is just kind of like that guy, you know. And he does rub, rub people the wrong way, but at the end of the day, he is, he is a team player. He, he's passionate. He'll do whatever he has to for his team. And, you know, you may not like his, his, his antics, 
Um, but uh, like they're playing the Wizards tonight, and you know I saw and I remember when him and Beal got into it. But at the end of the day, he's that guy you want in your team, and you want every team has a dream on Green. I think it's just who takes it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? But um, but I, I I like him. I don't I don't have a problem with him. Yeah, I, I what it is with me is he's a little bit of a dirty player. I don't I don't discard his passion. I don't hate now, on the fact that he wants to win. What exactly that means? Because when I hear when I hear a dirty player, I'm always interested. Like, what exactly does that mean? Because like I like I believe um, the the guy from Duke is a dirty player. Uh, what's his name? Um, Allen. Is it Allen? Uh, yeah, it's Allen. The Allen. kid who always is getting in trouble. Okay, thank you. Like to me, he's a dirty player because I've seen like the kicks. I've seen you know the leg go up, and I mean. For Draymond, outside of him talking trash, I don't I don't see when people say he's dirty. I'm like I I, I don't see it. I, I don't. I, I you know what it is? It's it's the the flopping. It's the like, but hey, it's just not him. Like there's a lot of people in the NBA do it. It's just you know you know how sometimes you just watch a player and you don't you can't put your finger on it why they rub you the wrong way. They just do. Yeah, that's Draymond to me. That's Draymond to me, and I and I, and I don't. I want to like the Warriors. To me, back in the day, <laughs> well, that was the Boston Celtics for me in nineteen in, in uh, two thousand eight when they put the, the Super Team together. I was like, oh, oh it's like, oh, yeah. I, I remember, remember, I grew up a Nets fan and I worked with the team and everything else, and I'm sitting there going, oh, not the Celtics, not the Celtics. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it's, no, it's like if you're a Giants fan, you're like. Yeah, and I get it. We all have those players that are just like as soon as you see them, you're just like, oh my god, get it over with, please. Just stop. Yeah. So they make it end. Like Russell Westbrook, um, like Russell Westbrook gets on my nerves. I, it's not like I hate him. He just, uh, he just gets on my nerves. I can't, I can't like, uh, he just gets on my nerves. Let's put it like that. So I feel you. Yeah, so that's how that's how Draymond is with me. And speaking of the Russell Westbrook, um, I look at the NBA Western Conference right now, and I was talking with Gary mm-hmm. Aid from the NBA show about this too. And you know, you look at the West. It's a very competitive Western Conference. And after the trade deadline, um, I did a fact factor fiction with a bunch of different people, and I didn't have the opportunity to do it with you. But I guess one of the questions I asked during that factor fiction was, with all the moves that happened at the trade deadline between Cleveland and Houston and some of these other teams, do you still pick the Warriors or do you pick the field now? Because there's a lot of teams that improve. Obviously, the Cavs are still figuring out. What, you know, They still have to integrate Kevin Love back, which could be a very big piece for this whole entire thing. But like, yeah. do you like? You know, do you still do you like the field now because there's an opportunity for another team besides the uh, the Warriors doing it, or is it still the Warriors versus every, and, and and then there's everybody else? Well, I I think just because you know they're they're the former champions, so of course it's them against everybody else. But the field is definitely strengthened. Um, I mean, you look at like just look at what Houston's doing. I mean, they're. I don't know. It, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I, I'm like, I cannot wait until the closer we get to the playoffs because uh, I think we're going to be surprised. Not necessarily surprised as far as the Warriors not maybe possibly winning again, but we're going to be surprised at what team, you know, steps up. So, but I, I still think it's still the Golden State versus everybody else and just who's going to be that team who's going to take that kind of, you know, you know new talent or whatever and do something with it. Um, country of believe I don't, I know the Cavs made moves, you know, but I just don't see those moves being like, oh, my God, the Cavs are the team to beat. 
uh, I'm still just kind of, I'm still just, I don't know, scratching my head on that one. I agree with you. I, I definitely don't hate on that. Um, you know, Oklahoma City to me, when Robertson went down, I thought their opportunity of being the team in the Western Conference left because he was just such a, such a balanced guy on the defensive side for them that the other three guys like just worked off of his energy and it, it lacked during the um, th- that game you saw on Saturday night. Which, by the way, I never saw a Warriors team celebrate so much from a team that gave them the game. And I was just, I'm, I'm being very tough on them. I'm being very tough on the Warriors. Again, I want to like them, but I can't. In this situation, how many more times <laughs> are you going to have the big three of OKC shoot, shoot 11 of 46, turn the ball over 16 times into 25 points? Basically, them giving the Warriors the game like that, and the Warriors are yeah, celebrating. Yeah, you know, they, like they, they were doing that for KD, though. But that, that, that all, that, of course that was they just, are. you know optics for for kd so yeah i know it is i know it is yeah. uh, real quick let's, yeah. let's let's jump to the nfl let's jump to the nfl real quick obviously the combine's going on i i hate the combine Ugh. i don't see i hate the combine I don't with see, a passion like, uh and the fact that they're airing it down on the nfl network is a joke to me uh because it's like yeah. okay we're gonna watch somebody run it's like you're really not getting anything out of this but um it's what I do like about it, it's, for grown men yes I, i'll go with that um, I, I think to me the thing that I, I really enjoy the most uh, about this, it's the sign that it's the NFL offseason really kicking in. You know, we start, teams are already starting to make cuts. We're going to start seeing franchise right. tags. We're going to start – free agency is going to start. The draft is coming. And obviously um, I cover the Giants, so I have a, a little bit more of an invested interest, interest of what's going on with the, with the New York Giants. And um, ESPN had post a story earlier today, uh, courtesy of Jordan Renan, about the fact that the Giants look like they're, they might actually trade down, get rid of the you know not hmm. keep the number two pick, trade down to the first round, and and stick with Eli Manning and make Davis Webb the backup quarterback. Now this is something that you and I have been talking about since towards the end of the season. Anyway, um, I, I don't see like my biggest thing with Eli Manning is he has not had a offensive line since he has not had an offensive line since I I want to say the 2013 season, the year after they won their second Super Bowl, you know, they were playing very well. The bottom fell out towards the end of the season. They just missed the playoffs. And then they lost a lot of guys. The 2013 season, they they started 0-6. They finished strong that year. The following year, the offensive line has never really recovered from that Super Bowl team. So Eli is very hard. Eli throws the ball within a second because he doesn't know if he's going to get sacked, taken down, and, you know, broken in half. But he has no trust on the left side or, the, or even the right side at times while he's out on the field. So the fact that the, the new regime is going to commit to making sure he has an offensive line, to make sure they can establish a running game where Eli is only throwing the ball for about maybe 60 to 70% of the time instead of 85% of the time, I think it's a really big thing. Your thoughts hmm. on that? Uh, well, I mean, you follow him closer than I do, so I, I'm just surprised yeah. they're keeping Eli. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm just really shocked that they're that they're not trying to to make any moves. But I'm not I'm not too surprised that the Giants aren't going to make like any bold moves. I mean, they're not really known to be that kind of team. 
So, but I think they're going to learn the hard way, like a lot of other teams, is when you have an aging quarterback, um, you should have, you know, should have made a move when you had when you had time. So, or when you had the chance. Um, yeah, I get you. I think I, if I, nothing I happens this next season, I think if nothing happens next season, they'll be kind of like kicking themselves. I agree. Well, they, again, they they're showing the faith in Davis Webb. Um, Okay, real quick, and, you know, let's do this. Let's do our Factor Fiction, because I know you got to go. Um, Factor Fiction brought to you by our good friends over at Level 1 Games in Pompton Plains, New Jersey, on Route 23 South. Check them out now. They have board games, card games, and video games. Relive your past and take your game to the next level over at Level 1 Games. Check them out at level1games.com. Go there now. Okay, uh, Factor Fiction, what we do here, Nicole, is I usually throw about three or four topics out there to you real quick. You say Factor Fiction and why. So we'll... We'll start right now with Kawhi Leonard. If the if Kawhi Leonard is back, uh, fact or fiction, Kawhi Leonard comes back to the San Antonio Spurs uh, during the playoffs. The Spurs it puts the Spurs in contention for an NBA championship. I'd say fact. I mean, he's he's the heart and the face of the team right now. Okay, uh, I'm going to go uh, fact because. Uh, when they were playing game one against the Warriors, they were destroying them, and he had totally shut down KD. When he is healthy, he is the top, one of the top three players in the NBA. So if Kawhi Leonard comes back and he's able to contribute and be 70% of Kawhi Leonard, there's an opportunity for the San Antonio Spurs. Okay, right. next one. Um, there, there is no real clean system in Division One college football or basketball with all these different uh, stories coming out now as far as bribing, money laundering, and so on and so forth. Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, so real quick, I'll repeat that one. Uh, there are no there are no real clean college programs. All the different money laundering and bribing programs or trying you know recruiting. There are no clean programs mm-hmm. in uh, the NCAA. Is this fact or fiction? No, I consider there's fiction. I think there's some clean programs, but as far as what the NCAA is experiencing, they created this monster. So now they either got to put it to bed or kill it. But this is the NCAA's fault. Yeah, I, I sort of agree with you on that. I think there, I think there are some, some clean programs that are doing the right things and they're trying to make things the right way. But I just don't know now. It's hard to see who's clean. Like you would think that Rick Pitino, who's one of the great coaches, would would try to keep this, uh, you know, to try to keep his program together. And all these different allegations come out. So the guys who you want to trust, you, know, you want to trust the Shashevskys, the, the uh, Roy Williams, and these other these other great coaches. But there's all, then all these problems are coming up. So, yeah, there's a, but and, and it overshadows the good programs. A guy like Avery Johnson right. is doing a great job down in Alabama. Okay, um, yeah. last one. We'll do the last one here. Um, Major League Baseball needs to do a better job of marketing their stars, not the game. That's a fact. I think Major League Baseball just needs to do a better job of marketing. Period. I mean, it's still known as kind of a you know, an old man's game, you know, I mean, just saying baseball makes me want to yawn. So I think there's nothing like kind of sexy about it. So it's just one of those things where I think they just have to do a better job at marketing period. 
I, I I always get impressed when someone says the word sexy during a sports program. I always find it, uh, you know, it's always something different. You know what I mean? Like it's it's something different. Now, okay. And last, my my last question for you is: You just did a show before, and you were talking about uh, Black Panther. I didn't get to see it yet. So without spoiling anything yes. for me, how was it? Um, if you had to give it a star, you know, five being the must see, one being a, you know, wait for DVD, and even that's a stretch. What would you call this one? I would call it definitely a five stars as a given. If I could give it ten stars, I would. It's going to be one of the best okay. Marvel films you'll see ever. And if you just want a good time, a good film, a good story with good acting, this is. If, and if you've never seen a Marvel movie and are saying, "Well, I don't read comics," it doesn't matter. This is the movie for you. Not to mention, you also get a history lesson, and you just and you'll be excited to. And you'll you'll let's say you'll leave the theater and you want to see it again. Like I want to see it again. So, and I can't tell you how many times I've seen Marvel movies where I've either fallen asleep, yawned, or I've been like, "That's never happening again." So. Please tell me you didn't fall asleep during Iron Man. Iron Man is still my favorite. Like I'm a big Robert Downey Jr. fan. I love yeah. the Iron Man character. So, so, like, but nothing will ever top Iron Man one for me. So, are we putting this with, um, you know, Black Panther and Iron Man like together? Like, like I'm not the, even uh, going to compare it to another character because <clears throat> it stands on its own. So I don't think okay. I don't like people compare the superhero movies because to me every superhero is different anyway. So I can't be like, oh, Spider Man's better than Thor. I mean, only if you like Spider Man better than Thor. But I mean, it's a superhero movie, so I'm not gonna. I'm, you can't really put it tit for tat because everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses, and everybody has their own story. So I would say just watch it and just kind of come up to your own conclusion. But you'll definitely enjoy it. Awesome, uh, Nicole. Let everybody know where they can find you. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I got all choked up talking about Black Panther. Um, definitely follow me on Twitter at TWS of Sports. Uh, like me on Facebook at That's What She Said Sports. I have a show every week on Spreaker and um, Instagram, She Said Sports. But definitely hit me up on Twitter at TWS of Sports. And uh, Randy, as always, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure. I'm sorry I wasn't as goofy as I usually am. <laughs> all right. I will talk to you later. I'll, I'll talk to you soon, Nicole. All right. Bye-bye. That is uh, Nicole Monique from That's What She Says Sports. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. Always uh, love her. She's down in, uh, down in Atlanta, Georgia there. Hey, listen, we're done. We're following, you know, we've got three minutes left here against the clock. You can follow me on Instagram at RandyBSP. Uh, same thing with Twitter, RandyBSP. Follow the show, Off Topic BSP on Twitter. We're on Facebook. The show is, and of course I am, BackSportsPage.com, at BackSportsPage. On Twitter and on Instagram. Again, big shout out to my boy Ryan Morick. Uh, he's been writing for us covering the Yankees. He just took a job with the Mets. That's right. He crossed over to the dark side. Big congratulations to Ryan. Very excited for him. Otherwise, hey, we're going we're gonna to be back tomorrow. Double J, Jeff Jarrett, new WWE Hall of Famer. I'm going to be interviewing him in the afternoon, air the interview at night. So we'll sandwich that in. Uh, big interviews coming up over the next couple of weeks. Uh, some things with Marcus Gasol from the, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Just a lot of different things going on. Very excited. So go to BackSportsPage.com for all the details. Don't forget to listen to Seth and Sean and 60-Minute uh, Overtime with Danielle McCartan. Of course, that's what she said, sports, and the right way with Malik Wright. Thank you, Malik Wright and Nicole Monique for coming on the show this week. We'll be back next week with uh, – sorry, tomorrow with another new show, and, of course, next week uh, every Wednesday night. So 
until then, uh, we'll see you then. Thanks for taking a few minutes and uh, listening to me ramble on. Really appreciate it. A matchup. And what a team, Mike. Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS on an unlimited LTE plan and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. A matchup. And what a team, Mike. Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS on an unlimited LTE plan and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.